Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. What is known is safe and what is unknown is unsafe. This is the predisposition of the unconscious. It goes right back to our early primitive days and I'm going to share with you why we need to step into the unknown and why we need to fight against our own natural instincts to play it safe and to stick with what is known. Welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, and above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. This content comes straight out of my little book, 67 Kick-Ass Philosophies for Small Business Owners. 67 of my most powerful memes for small business owners, all in one book, and then a brief description. So I'm going to start by reading to you the description that goes along with this particular meme, what is known is safe, what is unknown is unsafe, and then we'll have a little discussion afterwards. There's an evolutionary presupposition instilled in each of us. It's the assumption that what is known to us is safe and anything that is unknown or that takes us away from that status quo is unsafe. This is why it can be hard to create real, genuine and substantial change in life. As soon as you start to deviate from your learnt rules for living life, the unconscious brain can apply the brakes. This internal resistance to change holds many entrepreneurs back from realising their full potential. The unconscious brain manipulates us into acting in a way that's perceived as safe based on learnt outcomes. For millions of years, this worked well. If you were one of the lucky few to survive and reproduce, nature didn't want you screwing with the cycle, so it put your life in a pattern of rinse and repeat. It can be hard to take action that creates significant change even when all evidence shows that it's the right course to take. For example, to leave the job that you hate, to end a relationship that's miserable or even abusive, or to get your health in order can all take huge amounts of effort despite them being obviously the right course of action. Most change, even obviously positive change, can be perceived as unsafe by the unconscious brain. The problem is, evolution has set the bar very low for what your unconscious brain is willing to accept. You need to consciously and consistently work on raising it. In short, we are trapped. We are imprisoned by our own subconscious into existing in the life that we have existed in until this point in time. Yep, there are definitely some evolutionary drivers for us to go and improve life. There's no doubt. The reason we have desire, we have want, that we have this this craving for more is all part of improving life. However, when we look at the mechanisms that are there to hold us back and to stop us from moving forward, actually they are far greater than those that are here to push us into striving for more. The truth of the matter is most of us, we're caught in this trap between what we know and what has been known to us and also what we would want and desire for ourselves. And these two evolutionary mechanisms fight against each other. Now, as a species that we have awoken and that we are mostly kind of semi-conscious beings, 
We also have the added pressure of being able to dream into the future, desire things for the future, and not just in the present. This creates this tension that most of us feel that we're living in. The unconscious pressure to desire more with the unconscious blocks, barriers, mechanisms to hold us back from going out and achieving more. When it's perceived that we have enough, the unconscious is always going to play it safe. It will always trump more with safety. So once you've got enough safety, once you've got enough protection, once you've got enough food, once you've got the perception of enough shelter, the unconscious doesn't want to mess with that. Why? Because the unconscious lives in our evolutionary past. The evolutionary past that we lived in that was so threatening that most of us didn't make it to later life. In fact, many of us didn't even make it from one day to the next. Therefore, it was irrelevant how life could be. It was much more relevant to staying alive now, this moment, this day. In fact, it took millions and millions of years of evolution to get us even remotely thinking about the future. For the vast majority of our evolutionary past, we were hunter-gatherers, opportunistic hunters. What could we find on the floor? What could we scavenge from the bushes? Maybe what crossed our path that we could kill and we could eat? Tomorrow was far less of a concern than this moment right now, today. And therefore, once we have the perception that we have enough today then we are no longer particularly pushed very hard by the unconscious to improve upon that. doesn't mean we still don't have desires and ambitions. It just means that we have breaks and mechanisms in place to actually hold us back from risking what we have right now. And those two forces directly oppose each other. And for most of us, what happens is we get trapped. We get trapped in the life that we've created, the life of relative comfort, the life of perceived safety. And as I've just read out of the book, what the unconscious is willing, what evolution is willing to consider as safety or relative safety and what's considered to be relatively enough, perceived as enough, the bar on that is set very, very low. So we are constantly bombarded with messages of how we should improve ourselves, how we should improve our life through advertising and through media, through social contacts. We constantly see how we should be better, we should have more and yet we have these other mechanisms constantly holding us back from going out and achieving these things. Therefore, we are absolute suckers for things like credit cards, for debt. We're suckers for sugar. We're suckers for indulgences. And if you look at mainstream marketing, for example, most of that stuff, if not pretty much all of it, I will struggle right now to think of an advert that isn't belonging in that camp as something which is get it now, work it out later, it's because we have an evolutionary brain that says right now is what's really important, tomorrow is less important. Therefore, buy now, pay later, suckers you in to buying stuff that you can't afford, stuff that gives you a short-term gain right now that plays into that hunter-gatherer, the scavenger, but causes us potentially immense pain down the line. Look at fast food, right? Fast food is responsible. I think last time I checked, it was 11 or 12 million deaths per year, every single year, directly attributed to fast food. That's from the World Health Organization. In fact, 21 million deaths are associated with fast food, junk food, with alcohol, and also with tobacco. So the big three. To put that in some sort of context, about 2 million people died in a 12-month period from coronavirus worldwide. So we're looking at potentially, what, near on nine times that die every single year from short-term gains. 
Smoking addiction right now makes me feel relaxed now, calm now, whatever, right? Alcohol makes me feel a bit more calm now, a bit more relaxed now, very short term. Junk food, fast food, all the shit that's pumped to us, drive-throughs, pickups, takeaways, delivered to your door, all the crap, the confectionery, the sugar. That's the biggest killer of all at 11 or 12 million people per year. Why do we do it to ourselves? We know that alcohol is not good for us. We know that smoking is not good for us. We know that sugar is not good for us. And we know that going down and eating some chicken shit wrapped in batter. And we know that, you know, some pizza. And we know the burgers and chips and fries and all the other shit that we bombard our systems with. We know this stuff is not good for us. It's killing us at unprecedented levels. And no one really cares about those deaths. Not really. You could walk out your front door and I'm sure within 10 minutes you could consume all three of those just by literally walking 10 minutes up the road. If you live in the middle of nowhere, you probably only have to drive 10 minutes and you can still get that shit. Now, I'm not here, right, to tell you not to smoke, not to drink. I'm not here to say don't get on Deliveroo and order some crap to your front door. Do I do some of those things? Absolutely. I don't smoke, but I have a little tipple every now and again. And of course, yes, I do have some junk food as well and occasionally do have some sugar. And it's all things that I know I shouldn't be doing. And I like to think that I'm doing it in a controlled way, that I'm not destroying my body. But let's be honest, any amount of some of this stuff is not good for you. But we do it because it's short-term fix. We are fighting our own evolutionary background, and these fuckers that peddle this shit to us know exactly how to press our buttons. Buy now, pay later. Get the iPad now, feel good about yourself now. Join your friends now. Go on social media and show the new car. Go on social media and show this new thing that you've bought that shows people around you, your tribe, that you're one of them or that you're making headway or that you're getting ahead in life. Buy it now, even though you can't really afford it, and, you know, you can pay it later. And again, that little hunter-gatherer doesn't care about tomorrow, next week, next year. Doesn't care about the discomfort of what may or may not be around the corner. Only cares about what is now. Therefore, we are absolute suckers for spending our money, for spending our time in indulging ourselves, consuming, purchasing things that are actually not good for us long term, but make us feel good short term. I mention this here because it's one of the reasons that we do destructive behavior. One of the reasons that we don't save for the future. It's one of the reasons that we don't invest ourselves today for a better tomorrow is because actually we are predispositioned to focus on today and to neglect tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, and so on. Therefore, we have these multiple forces that are working against us creating a better life for ourselves. So I want to be healthier, slimmer, I want to be more vibrant, have more energy, I want to live longer. And to do that, I need to eat food today that's going to promote that in the future, and I need to live my life in a way today that's going to promote that in the future. But evolutionary, I don't really care about the future, I care about now. And then you've got big brand marketing, all the big brand companies, you've got society as a whole, which is constantly bombarding you with the short-term rewards of shit food, shit nutrition, etc. Is it any wonder that we have real problems with weight? And, of course, all of the associated illnesses that go along with that. Food is too easy to come by. You know, even if you pass, we had to fight, fight every single day just to get enough food in. If there was a surplus of food, consume it. Consume everything that was in front of you because you don't know when you're going to eat next time. You don't know that the berries that you find today, you're going to find them again tomorrow. Therefore, eat all the berries you can stuff into your face right now in this moment. Indulge, overconsume. 
Our bodies are designed to store fat deliberately for this reason. If we manage to come across more food today than we needed, consume more than we need right now, indulge right now, store it as fat, and then we can use it tomorrow when maybe we don't find the food again. Of course, in today's world, there's non-stop food, 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 food. On top of that, a lot of the food, of course, we're consuming, or a lot of the food that is so readily available is this short-term fixed stuff, junk food, shit food. It's really hard to come by sugar in the natural world. It's really hard to come by salt in the natural world. And therefore, we are predispositioned to overconsume on things like salt and sugar when we come across them. Don't think for a second that the crisp manufacturers, the chocolate bar manufacturers, and all the shit junk food out there isn't well aware of this. That's why it's pumped full of sugar and pumped full of salt. Because if you can trigger people with salt and trigger people with sugar, they'll overconsume and overindulge your product. And of course, if you're selling chocolate bars, you don't want to sell one chocolate bar for that person to store that as fat on their hips because they might not buy a chocolate bar for the next month or two months. What you want to do is to buy a chocolate bar every single day, preferably multiple times a day. And if you can hook their kids on sugar at the same time, you've got a customer for life. Now, I know I've digressed a little bit, but the reason I'm talking about this is because this is a major mechanical process, an evolutionary process within us that's been massively manipulated in the world around us to manipulate us in order to get us to behave in patterns and ways that serves other people, but fundamentally causes ourselves harm. And so much of the world around us is actually set up this way. And they know it. Of course they do. If this numpty here with this podcast knows it, of course these other people out there, these people that are manipulating your behaviours, of course they know it as well. And this is the problem. You see, I'm using this one example, right, where you want to be healthier, you want to live longer, you want to have more energy, you want to be slimmer, you want to look better, you want all these things, right? And of course, most people want those things. In fact, most of those are really natural drivers in us. Of course we should be healthy. Of course we should want to live longer, right? These are inbuilt prime directives inside any animal but they've been sabotaged and hijacked and our unconscious minds are being incepted with these ideas from other people to get us to act in direct correlation to what's actually good for us so of course it's really hard for us to go out there and to strive and for us to go out there and create a better future for ourselves because number one, we're already sabotaging ourselves with our very short-term now hunter-gatherer mindset that we typically have at an unconscious level. And then you've got the outside world that plays into that as well. Of course, it's hard for people to break free of that. I'm using just weight, for example, health as one example. Let's look at investing your money for the future. So you want to take that money that you have now, and rather than getting something which gives you a better life right now, gives you an experience right now, all perceived potentially as the unconscious as gives you enhanced safety right now, you want to put that away, hide it under a mattress, dig a hole and bury it, because in the future, it will be worth more for you. Well, you can see straight away that the unconscious is going to resist that naturally. Then, of course, add to that all the marketing out there, which is trying to get you to spend your money today. Don't invest your money today. Spend your money today. And if you haven't got the money today, stick on a credit card. Spend the money from tomorrow. If you're older and you're lucky to own your own house, then guess what? Liquidate that house now. Liquidate your house now. You get to live in it, but pull the money out now. We'll give you some money. We'll buy your house off you, basically, for, you know, pennies on the pound. 
We will get the cash in in the long term. We'll cash in in 10 years when you pop your clogs. Right now, have a cruise, spend some money on the grandchildren. You still get to live in your house. But fundamentally, you don't get to pass that house on to your grandchildren or your children. All that hard graft and effort in buying your own home, you can just give away with a flick of your pen, probably a click on a keyboard these days. Someone will dump 50 grand in your lap or whatever, and you get to have your cruise today. The world is not set up to encourage you to create this better, longer-term future. You yourself are not set up to create this better, longer-term future. So therefore, we do have a fight on our hands. We have a battle on our hands. We have to battle the external world and resist the influencers and the manipulators of the external world. But we also have to manage and we have to also protect ourselves from the influencers on the internal world And the way we do that is we need to find short-term rewards right now that align with our long-term objectives and goals. So rather than saying, right, you know, I have to eat this shitty salad right now. I have to give up and pass on the great sugary treat right now so that I can have supposedly something better in the future and have the slim body in two years from now. Evolutionary, remember I said, your unconscious doesn't care about that. And it's miserable. I'm paying a price now. I'm sacrificing now for something in the future. Instead, what you need to do is you need to reject the sugar today and feel good about rejecting the sugar today. And you need to eat the healthy food today. And you need to feel good about that and get the rewards from that. And now you're aligned where your rewards are coming, not from eating sugar, but actually from not eating sugar. And your rewards are not coming from eating burgers and pizza and shit like that. Your rewards are coming from eating the nutritious food. You feel good in the moment And the activity that you feel good about is the same activity that's going to give you a better enhanced longer term future. This is how we start to break free of our internal manipulation, our primitive evolutionary manipulation, our ancestry, if you like, the hunter-gatherer, the opportunistic version of ourselves scratching around in the dirt looking for enough food just to get by today. We also get to block out and we get to go against maybe what is mainstream and we get to break the pattern and we get to be one of the ones that gets to have that future that you get to have when you invest yourself hard today for a better tomorrow. Feel good about saving your money and investing your money rather than feeling good about spending your money and the iPad and the TV and the cruise. Feel good about saving When you were a kid, did you ever have a jar, a money jar, or did you have a bottle, a big bottle of whiskey or gin or something where you put money in the top? Actually, the reward in itself was putting money in the top and watching the money come up, just watching your money grow made you feel good. That was the reward. Rather than going off and spending 10p on some sweets, that 10p went in the jar and you felt good about putting the money in the jar because the jar was growing. You need to find ways to bring some of that back into your life. You need to find ways where you are rewarded for the effort that you do today for the gain that you're going to get tomorrow. And when you feel rewarded in the moment right now, that is the gain. So now you're getting short-term gain and long-term gain rather than maybe how we've been manipulated, which is to go for short-term gain for extreme long-term pain. It's a win-win for us. And you know what? If it's a few less pennies in the chocolate manufacturer's hands, I'm okay with that as well. Evolutionally speaking, when we've done enough, we've done enough. Therefore, when you've done enough to create safety for today, for now, for this moment, relax, chill out, hide, stay safe. A lion will go out and kill a gazelle. 
it will gorge itself in a gazelle and it will lay there and sleep it off for the next three days. It won't go and hunt again tomorrow. It won't go and say, let me go and get another gazelle for later. It will hunt, it will fill its belly and it will sit there until it starts to get hungry and then the mechanisms will kick in to manipulate the line to go out and hunt again. Same is for us. When we've done enough, when we've got enough, the brain will switch off motivation to do any more. So when you've got through today, and let's say today is a seven hour, eight hour, tough day, a bit of a slog, why would you do another hour, another two hours? Why would you push yourself harder within the eight hours that you're already working if your brain is perceiving that actually overall you're doing okay? If we want to continually push ourselves to do more, to get more, to create more, to be better versions of ourselves, where we get to you know, have a, a wider, greater impact in the world around us, to build our business empires or to build our businesses so that we can go and help more people, whatever your motivation is. If you want more and desire more, rather than sitting in that frustration that we typically feel where, you know, I'm just not doing what I need to do in order to get that result, you need to, again, start to feel good about putting more energy in. You want to put more energy in today than you need today. So therefore, you have energy invested into the future. If you could maintain your business and your life on five hours a day, the chances are you would only be motivated for about five hours a day. Why would you put six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12 hours a day in? Well, it's only if you are feeling good and positively rewarded about those extra hours, that extra effort. So therefore, you have to stay focused, put goals in place, put markers in place, measure your progress, do it in a team, have people alongside you that are also striving for the same things that you are, And this all brings reward into the moment for the effort that you're putting in now that is actually more effort than maybe you need today because what you're doing is you're building something great for the future. You need to hijack your own systems, your own internal manipulations, your own mechanisms, your own mindset mechanics. You need to hijack those yourself. You need to get into yourself because if you don't, someone else will hijack you. And then you're on somebody else's agenda rather than on your own agenda. Society as a whole, maybe someone close to you, your family, your loved ones. Maybe it's your friends. Maybe it's your own internal demons. Maybe it's the TV. Maybe it's the big brand companies. Maybe it's your own government. They all have an agenda. Some are sinister, some maybe less so. However, they're not your agenda. And if you want to get on your agenda, then you need to make sure that you are hijacking your own prehistoric, primitive, evolutionary mechanisms that maybe right now are holding you back from creating what you want to create. And what they're doing is actually getting you to invest yourself in ways that actually help someone else create what they're trying to create for themselves. Get yourself back on your agenda. Put the time in now that buys you a better tomorrow, but feel good about it today. Don't feel like you're sacrificing anything today. Don't feel like you're giving up something today. Really feel the short-term reward of investing yourself right now. And then the alignment of that will give you the better future as well. It's a double whammy. It's a double win. One of the biggest mechanisms holding you back is this concept that you've done enough. This idea that your unconscious has, right? And it might not be one that you share with your unconscious, but this idea, this perception that you are safe right now, that you've done enough right now. And therefore, You know, what is known, which is what we have today, that perception of safety around that actually holds us back from stepping into the unknown, stepping into our future, and therefore bringing it right back 
to the beginning of this episode, we must start to change our perception of what is safe and unsafe. We need to stop feeling scared about the unknown and instead we need to start being excited about the unknown. We need to engage our sense of adventure about possibility and what could be rather than our fear of what might be. Become an adventurer and get excited about the unknown. Get excited about what you can't see. Get excited about what's around the corner. Get excited about what dips behind the horizon and realize that what you have today, as fine as it is and as good as it is and as much as you can love it and enjoy it right now, there's still so much more out there for you. And why wouldn't you? And the risk of what is around the corner actually is far less than the opportunity around that corner. And therefore, we have to influence ourselves. We have to hijack our own unconscious minds. We have to hijack our own mechanisms and processes so that we are driven to explore what is around that corner rather than playing it safe, but sitting in the frustration of where we are right now. Nice one, guys. Thank you, as always, for listening. Listen, this doesn't mean that you should hate your life. Far from it. In fact, what I say to people is, love what you've got. Be really grateful for everything that's in your life. But equally, just be excited about what else could be. Be excited about what life could be six months, 12 months, five years, 10 years. What could you create with the remainder of your time here on planet Earth? And why wouldn't you? Well, I've talked about a whole load of reasons why your unconscious might not let you. But why wouldn't we? as independent thinking human beings just say you know what I've got an amount of time on this planet why wouldn't I just commit myself to this life to create to build to do to experience all that I could this doesn't mean you have to become rich it doesn't mean you have to become powerful it doesn't mean you have to build a massive business empire whatever it is for you your health your relationships your home life your purpose your mission what you want to do for mankind or just your little piece that you want to do for society whatever drives you why wouldn't you want to be all you can be to do all you can do with this one opportunity of life that you've been given why wouldn't you want to see just how far you could take it if you want to get yourself a copy of my 67 kick-ass philosophies for small business owners then you can either get the kindle version on amazon or you can buy the small pocket-sized paperback from our website. Both those links are in the descriptions of this episode. If you want to find out a little bit more about what we're doing at Bigger, Brighter, Bolder and especially our success groups, then please do go and check out biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. We have groups of ambitious entrepreneurs just like you, some just starting out in business. We have other groups of business owners that are doing 20, 30, maybe 40, 50, 60K that are building their businesses towards that 100K mark. And then we have other business owners that have already broken 100k even heading up towards half a million that are looking to scale their business if you'd like to get yourself into one of those rooms and to be part of something truly special where we are rewarding ourselves for being successful rewarding ourselves and each other for achieving what it is that we want staying focused on our agenda on our goals working towards our missions and our visions whilst also just being part of a team of people to share ideas with to collaborate with to joint venture with, to help us problem solve, to pick us up when we fall down, 
but also to give us a round of applause when we succeed. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that? Go and check us out, biggerbrightbolder.co.uk if you're ready for a conversation. My partner in life and in business, Tracy Miller, would love to hear from you. Tracy with an E dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll put both those links in the descriptions of this episode as well as links to other resources to help you on your ongoing journey of success. I will see you here next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 